your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And today we will just take a quick look back at the talk I had with Connor McGahee on yesterday's show, some of the things that we pulled out of that. And then kind of look forward to this weekend. Very big weekend for the Avalanche and uh, their game against Vegas in Lake Tahoe. So all of that and see where the conversation takes us. So first things first, follow the show on social media outlets. On Twitter, LOPN underscore Avalanche. On Instagram, search for Lockdown Avalanche. And send any questions, comments, or concerns to LockdownAvalanche at gmail.com. Yeah, if you uh, are following the Lake Tahoe rink being built and the ice being put down, it's what we've been saying for quite a while now. Like, the views are just going to be incredible. I don't know how these guys are going to be able to focus on hockey because uh, you're just going to be skating around and kind of just get lost in the mountains and, like, the beauty of it all. It might take a few minutes for them to remember that they're playing a hockey game or at least if it was me, I know that would be the case for me. Like, oh, yeah, I have a hockey game to play. So uh, if you haven't seen some of the views, just do some searches. The NHL has put some out on their website. Uh, there's other places you can go. There's photographers for the NHL and for the Associated Press that are already there taking some photos. Just looks incredible. So um, we'll get into that, kind of what to expect. And... Some players coming back, obviously. So, But what I wanted to do first was just kind of go back and talk about the, the Connor McGahee interview. And uh, if you haven't heard it, check it out. It was uh, yesterday's show and a little bit extra long. It was just about an hour long, which typically don't like to do here at the network. But uh, when you have somebody like that, and like I said yesterday, I could have broken it up. I just didn't feel like it was right to do that. Uh, it was just a good conversation, and I didn't want to just end it and just put it out for the sake of splitting it up into two shows. So uh, kind of went the way that I thought it would go, just knowing uh, Connor through the radio and just through social media. He's just a down-to-earth guy who is living his dream. <laughs> and, you know, when you make that decision... So few people make that decision at an early age of what they want to do with the rest of their life. Well, we all make or think we make a decision on what we want to do when we're, you know, 10, 12 years old. And it's tough to do. Life gets in the way and you go in different paths. But for him, you know, all the credit to him. He's stuck with it. And now he's in a position where I even, you know, I asked him, are you still in the pinch me mode? And I would be the same as him. I probably forever would be. If you worked for your, you know, your childhood team and, you know, the team that you followed since their inception when they moved to Colorado. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if I ever got to work for the Colorado Avalanche, that would be a dream come true in any capacity. 
And I love what he said at the end of our conversation when I asked him, what advice do you have for people who want to get into this field of broadcasting or journalism? And what he said was great. Take whatever job you can, not because you're just trying to, if you have to start at the bottom and work your way up, which a lot of people have to do, but it was not only for that aspect, but if you take a position that isn't necessarily part of where you eventually want to be, you'll still be the better for it because you'll have some experience in that avenue. And that might give you a leg up come interview time. Or if someone wants to talk to you like, Oh, I I did that for a few months when I volunteered to intern doing something completely unrelated, but kind of in the same realm as broadcasting or journal or whatever the case may be. I loved that. And he kind of told people like go in knowing that, yeah, that's not what you want to do, but you can take it and pull something out of it for your future self. Absolutely love that. So, um, and then, you know, talking about, I had to throw Sidney Crosby out there because, you know, you have to, and he's of the mind that, excuse me, he's not going anywhere. I, I'll say this, I'd, what would honestly, I'd like for that to happen. I like when guys can play on one team for the entirety of their career, especially in this time frame, especially in this world of sports with free agency and players just moving around. The loyalty factor is all but gone. So when you have those guys like the Derek Jeters of the world who can stay with one team, you know, and you would hope that guys like Alex Ovechkin and Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid and Nathan McKinnon can all finish their careers with one team that that's what you'd want to see, but things happen and look at Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning is an all-time Indianapolis Colt. He's an all-time NFL player. And just the way that things happened, the Colts moved him on. So you don't know. I mean, Sidney Crosby has a handful of seasons left. He has a good amount of seasons left in him. It might, In the end, it might not be up to him. It, I mean, it, if Pittsburgh <clears throat> wants to play that game and roll that dice and say, we need to move on from you, you're going to have some angry fans, no doubt about it. But the the Pittsburgh Penguins will be thinking about the Pittsburgh Penguins and their future. And if dealing him is the best for their future, they're going to do it. It's just the way that the business runs right now. And I think forever, if Pittsburgh is kind of always in that middle of the pack, uh, not the upper echelon of their division and their middle of the pack, they will, that, that come that, that conversation and discussion will always be had. If they are consistently at the bottom of their division, that conversation will be off the charts each, each and every season and trade deadline. So it all depends on where they are in the rankings and in the stands. And then we'll see. He, he tends to think it's not going to happen. I tend to think, I, I I honestly hope it doesn't happen, but you never know. These things change on a season-to-season basis. So 
we shall see. Love what he had to say about Doc Emmerich. Um, you know, obviously one of the best broadcasters in the history of broadcasting and just how genuine he is, which didn't surprise me at all because you, you, you can just see that coming through when Doc Emmerich is just, he seems like a wholesome person and not surprising that he would go out of his way to introduce himself and talk to one of the, you know, the young and up and coming broadcasters. And he could have the mentality of, I don't need to associate myself with him. I'm above him or whatever, but he's not built that way. So love what he had to say about him. And then getting into the avalanche stuff, you know, definitely. And you could hear it in my response, uh, how he was happy with how Jacob McDonald is playing, who is going back down to the taxi squad, by the way. But uh, I agreed with him there, had, you know, great things to say about Bowen Byram. <clears throat> he touched on the Nathan McKinnon and why is it that he kind of doesn't get the notoriety that guys like Sidney Crosby and Connor McDavid do. And it, it, it's, you know, if you haven't listened to that, definitely go back and uh, check it out because he makes some good points, especially with the Bowen Byram situation about how young he is and how he's, you know, it's it's a lot difficult for someone his age to learn the defensive position in the NHL, the way the game is played now. And at 19 years old, he's he's doing it. And not at the rate Kale McCarr, as Kale McCarr obviously burst out on the scene. Bowen Byram is doing it a different way, but still just as impressive. You know, he's not blowing up the score sheet, but he's making kind of, you know, in amazing blind passes, but he seems totally in control the entire time he's doing it. So, all in all, great conversation with Connor. Uh, and, you know, if you heard it, he, he left the door open for me to invite him back on whenever I see fit. So, rest assured, we will have more Connor McGahee on the Locked on Avalanche podcast going forward. And not to spoil anything, I don't have anything else set up. He's set me up with some other people within the organization that he said would most definitely come on the show. So that will be in the works for the future. Stay tuned for that. Yes, I'm excited. All right, so let's hear from... Our friends over at Bet Online, and then we will look into this weekend. Uh, BetOnline.ag, the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV, real time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything that you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is completely free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use the promo code Locked On. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and yeah, the, even that Lake Tahoe game. Get in on that if you want to play some bets, and I'm sure there's some props up for that. So uh, betonline.ag, great, great sports betting site. Check it out, free account. All right, we will be right back, and we're going to talk some Lake Tahoe. All right, so this weekend is a obviously big 
weekend for the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, not only is it, you know, the ambiance and the location of another outdoor game for Colorado, it's an important game. You are now playing game three against Vegas, and you have looked good in the two games against them, splitting the first two games. Now you're getting a good chunk of your roster back, and we knew that Landeskog and Jost would be coming back. I believe Gerard is still on the list as of me recording this on Thursday night, but I think he is coming off on Friday. Don't quote me on that. I'll have to look it up. Uh, But we do have Matt Calvert coming back as well, and we knew he was kind of around the corner in being activated from the, the IR and he was, and he. I saw a brief press conference he did with him, and he looked and sounded confident. It didn't seem like he was rushing to get back, and I can't imagine he would be with concussions. I can't imagine he would put himself at risk. I can't imagine team doctors would put him at risk. And it just so happens he is ready to go on an outdoor game at Lake Tahoe. How poetic is that to come back for that game? So... Big, big moves there. And then Sheldon Dries and then Jacob McDonald and Jason Megna have all been assigned to the taxi squad. Uh, Hunter Miska, who received a false positive on his COVID test. Uh, Salamaki and Sherwood and Tynan, TJ Tynan, are going back down to the AHL. Kiefer Sherwood is, is a little bit surprising for him to go back down. But when you have Matt Calvert coming back, and obviously, Belmar is already back, and Landis Scott coming back. Just not enough room for all the bodies, so you you have to you know make all these decisions. But again, good problems to have because how many of those names that I just mentioned that they are going to the taxi squad or going back to the AHL have come up and done what they needed to do. So you feel good, even though that these guys aren't going to be playing with the Avalanche for the the next game anyway. Uh, They're still going to get some action, minus the taxi squad guys. But, you know, Miska going back down, which I would assume means Adam Werner is going to be the backup. Don't know for sure, but you're getting a good chunk of your guys back. And I do believe Gerard, if uh, he he will be ready for this game, I'm, I'm going to look it up in the next break. But I'm almost positive he will be. So, what's that mean? It means the like we've said earlier in the week, the first two games, especially the first game against Vegas, you outplayed them, and and you didn't win it, but you had to feel good about how you played. The second game, a little bit more even. One of those games where team took control for a couple minutes and then the other team took control a little bit back and forth. Avs got the last-minute goal, Nazem Kadri. So what are you expecting from this game? And the difficult thing to pinpoint about a game like this is the atmosphere. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you are focused on the game, but how can you not take in all of what's going on? I think there's going to be a, a, a slow start to this game just to get the feel for the ice. I've heard the weather might be a little bit warmer 
than normal. Will that have any effect on the ice? Who knows? So I think you might see a little bit of a slow start. And as the game goes on, as they get comfortable on the ice, as they get just comfortable with their surroundings, uh, you'll see kind of more of your typical NHL game. Because when, you know, if a team scores, the team that gets behind is now focused on, oh, crap, we gave up a goal. And, you know, who, who the hell cares where we're playing? Uh, we we got to match that now. So there'll be moments where, where players have to snap out of we're playing outdoors and, yeah, this looks cool. So let's just hope it's the Avalanche that get that first goal because now, as soon as that happens, I think that's when both teams snap out of it because uh, the team that scored wants to keep the momentum going and the team that got behind is is now wanting to match that and everything else. Then, then you get your tunnel vision and then you kind of focus in on your, your hockey game. So... Uh, I, I do. I think I think this will be a fun and entertaining game. Interesting things going on, which I'll get to in the next segment. And something I just heard uh, yesterday that Nathan McKinnon's taken part in. I, I'll, I'll talk about it in a minute. So um, I do. I, I think having guys back. I think Tyson Jost is is ready to go. They talked to Bowen Byram. Uh, he he seems like he's just enjoying this ride. I don't know if he anticipated being here right now when the season started, but you can tell that he it's it's really interesting watching him talk because <clears throat> you see him as young as he is, um, and he's already he already has the hockey speak. He's already using nicknames, by the way, which you know. You, he was doing that years ago, whatever level he was playing on. But it's just funny to hear him already calling, you know, his his teammates by their their nicknames or creating his own nicknames for people on the fly. But he understands the importance of the game, uh, and and he is towing that line of being, you know, overly excited, but subduing that excitement, knowing that he's got a job to do. Uh, so he he's. He's a special guy and a special player, and at 19 years old, it's just, it, it it was it's like your same thing with Kale McCarr. Those two guys have always acted older than their age, and uh, <clears throat> to have you know most of your defensive core back, and those two guys at the core of it for hopefully the next decade plus, we are lucky, lucky, lucky people. Now, the Avalanche have not fared well in outdoor games, and I think that's another thing that they want to turn around. Yes, you want to, like I said earlier in the segment, you want to kind of forget that, maybe as quick as you can, and focus in on the game. But how much of it is in the back of their minds that they have not played that well when it comes to outdoor games? The Detroit game was was a little bit better game, but they ended up losing late. And the game, you know, at the Air Force Base was just a disaster from top to bottom. So that might be running around in their minds. Uh, Some, you know, not all these guys were there, but the big players were. And, you know, someone like Nathan McKinnon, I think, obviously wants to get a win uh, and and put to bed the Avalanche can't win in Game 7s. And they don't want to have the mindset of the Avalanche can't win in outdoor games. Because does the NHL keep putting them in outdoor games if they can't win them? I don't know if that's a metric, but you you want to you don't want to lose another one. And you definitely don't want to lose another one 
to the team that you're chasing in the standings, which you can close the gap to two points if you beat them. So a lot going on this weekend. We I will do a show. I typically don't do shows on the weekend, but because this is a special weekend, we'll be doing a show uh, Saturday night, and I'll record it, and it'll be out on Sunday morning for everybody. So also before we get into uh, our next break, want to tell everybody about Locked On today. So make sure we're checking it out because it is our new show over at the network that is all inclusive, all sports, not just individual teams uh, for a specific sport. It's kind of like our broad what's going on in the world of sports podcast. Get more of the sports news you need in less th- in less time with the new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Peter Bukowski, host and break it down of the biggest stories and analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. It's very well done. Excellent show. Short, sweet, to the point, and you're caught up. Check it out. All right. Built Bar. We talk about Built Bar all the time. And I talk about their flavors and how good it is for you and the it's good for the keto diet if you're on that. By the way, those flavors include caramel brownie, cookies and cream, lemon almond cheesecake, apple almond crisp, German chocolate, peanut butter, banana bread. The list goes on and on and on. They taste more like candy bars covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew, all that stuff you know. Well, Built Bar today... Only on February 19th, they are doing a flash sale for their coconut puff bar. I have not tried that yet, but I have talked to people who have, and they say it is fantastic. It's like a soft marshmallow with the rich chocolate that covers those bars. Made with premium collagen protein blend. It's got 16 grams of protein, only 130 calories, and only six grams of sugar. It is gluten-free. It's preservative-free. It's a limited time only. It's a one-day sale. It's a flash sale on the Coconut Puff Bar. Get it now. For the rest of the Built Bar website, go to the website builtbar.com, and you can still use that promo code Locked On, and you get 20% off of your next order on anything. So make sure you use that promo code Locked On for the 20% off at builtbar.com. All right. I heard about this the other day and I didn't talk about it because I was doing the the show with Connor McGahee. And the NHL has come out with kind of the extra stuff that's going on for the Lake Tahoe game. And the, the one thing that they kept promoting more than anything else really was Green Day is going to be playing. Green Day in the NHL has some some weird relationship where it seems like anything that's going on in the NHL, Green Day is involved in it. I don't know if they have a contract together, uh, but whatever. They're going to be performing there. They announced who's going to be doing the National Anthem. Because you don't have fans there, obviously all everybody that's going to be watching is going to be through television, so you have to have these different things going on to keep people interested outside of the hockey game. Uh, I typically don't care about all that stuff, but I get it. I get why you have to have it. Uh, Because I think people are interested in this. I think people are interested in seeing uh, a game outdoors no matter when it is. You know, the the Winter Classic, 
a lot of people watch that just because it's now it's turning into a tradition and some people just have it on in the background it's cool to watch a hockey game outdoors and now that you're getting it in this setting i think there's a good amount of interest in this outside of your regular uh nhl fan so another thing that they're doing is having nathan mckinnon take part in a a $1 million hole-in-one challenge. So I'm, I looked, I'm trying to find an article that gives me a little bit more detail on it in terms of, I really hope this is recorded. If anybody knows that for a fact, please let me know because everything I am seeing is just discussing what's happening. And what's going to happen is Nathan McKinnon in at the first intermission is going to go to hole 17. Now, the game is being played on the fairway of the 18th hole. So he's going to the 17th hole, which is a par 3, which is also where Joe Sackick got his hole-in-one. And if he makes a hole-in-one, the NHL is going to donate $1 million dollars to the NHL, NHLPA, Learn to Play program. <clears throat> I, My guess is yes, this has to be recorded. I, I Nathan McKinnon is a gamer. I can't imagine that he would be okay with, in, you know, in the middle of a game, which is an important game, him taking time away in your full uniform to to go hit a golf ball. So the only reason I'm bringing this up this way is because I I can't find it that that they're saying that it will be recorded. I would have to imagine that this is recorded. Number one, you cannot swing a uh, golf club in hockey skates. So you know he would clearly have to take his entire uniform off to go make this shot. Which spoiler spoiler alert. He's probably not going to make. So to me, this is, I don't get it. It's great for charity. And I'm sure even though he in all likelihood will miss, they will still make some sort of donation because it's their program, the NHL's program. It's not like they're outsourcing uh, the money to a different program. So, you know, they're going to donate some money to this program, which is great in the end. That's all that really matters. I, if this is not recorded, I think it's shame on the NHL. Shame on the NHL for pulling him away uh, during the first intermission of an important game to go hit a golf ball and and pull off one of the most impossible feats in all of sports. I'm a golfer. I've been golfing since I was eight years old. I don't have a hole in one. I'm not saying that it can't be done. I've seen it be done. But uh, this just seems a little silly to me. I, I don't know. And I'm not I'm not saying it's not silly for the, the donation and where it's going to. That's completely separate than what's going on. Why not have somebody somebody else do this other than a guy that's taking part in the game? If it's pre-recorded fine which i would have to believe it is i I can't believe that they would actually do this during the game so 
if it is pre-recorded, then whatever. Forget all this of what I'm saying. I will be shocked if he goes out there in a uniform uh, to go hit a golf ball. Uh, What do you guys think? Let me know, please. Follow me. Find me on Twitter or send me an email because I just think this is odd. Uh, And also, if you want to... Uh, Altitude Authentics, which is like the official store for the Avalanche, they finally released all of their Lake Tahoe products. And, you know, capitalism at its finest. I mean, they're a little expensive, and people seem to not care because one of the, the hoodies, the white Nordiques hoodie, all of the hoodies are $73. The white one is already sold out. So people are okay with putting up that much money for a hoodie. And I love hoodies. I have tons of them. But that's a lot. Uh, One of them is even $85. I was going to get the puck, the official puck, which I still might get. Uh, But there's there's a few things on here. And it's cool. It's cool to own it. Um, And it's up there now if you you want to get some stuff off uh, Altitude Authentics. So... Yeah, I mean it's it's a money maker, that's for sure. Um and we get one game and I, I genuinely am happy to be a part of this as an Avalanche fan. So I think we are lucky to be given another outdoor game, especially in this season, in this setting. So definitely going to to enjoy it. And uh like I said, we'll do a we'll do a show after that, it'll be out Sunday kind of discussing the game how it went and nathan mckinnon's probably not hole in one so that will be it everybody uh we will see everybody on sunday let's hope this is a fun and exciting experience for everybody there and at home watching i know i am definitely looking forward to it so uh we'll see everybody on sunday for the special show the lake tahoe special take care Stay safe. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go.